Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 138. So today we are going to dive into something that we probably all face at some point in time and that is the urge to quit. So whether it's a diet, a resolution or a life goal, it's very tempting to throw in the towel when the going gets tough. But why do we do that and how can we manage it? Firstly, it's normal. We're all human designed with a myriad of feelings and urges, and quitting often stems from an array of thoughts like, I can't do this, or this is too hard, which fuel feelings of despair, frustration, and doubt. Does that sound familiar? Now, you may experience quitting in different scales. So there are big quits where you decide to abandon your goals altogether, perhaps saying, you know, this is just who I am. I can't change my relationship with food. It feels monumental. And you decide to stay stagnant and give up on trying to make change. And then there are those little quits, maybe more frequent, impulsive decisions. Maybe you decide to skip the planned walk or to choose a snack that's not in alignment with your food framework. And this is also a form of quitting. It's trading long-term results for momentary comfort or pleasure. And in between, then, of course, we have the medium quits. So it's not total abandoning of your goals, but it involves maybe compromise, settling for less. Often we'd say we'll do something else instead, but not really doing it. And it's like a grey area which will still slow down your progress. And often I hear clients say to me, well, I ate this, but it could have been worse. And that is a sign that you are maybe having some of these sort of like in the middle, medium quitting actions going on. So quitting is usually more than just a one-time act and it can easily become a habit, making decisions below our level of conscious awareness and repeated quitting ingrains this behaviour and then we can transform it until it almost feels quite reflexive. So we might have a plan to eat a certain way when we go out for dinner but every single time we choose something else on the menu, not what we planned and we become very much habitual to do that. So we almost don't even notice that we're doing it. We might not even realise how we're justifying our poorer food choices or our hindering weight loss food choices, making excuses to make quitting feel less like a conscious decision and more like a compulsion. The other thing that we often do when we have those little quits, when we give up on the day and we decide we will do better tomorrow or we say, oh, I'll have this right now and tomorrow I'll make up for it by having the salad for lunch or something like that. What we do in that moment is we are instantly setting ourselves up by enabling us to feel better in the moment. So when we make a promise to ourselves that we're going to be better or do something different or change 
how we are or just show up differently the next day, tomorrow. And of course, what we find is that tomorrow never comes. But the reason that it feels good, it feels like a good option for us in the moment is because we're making this promise that we're going to do it better, right, however you frame it, however you want to think about it the next day. And the feeling of doing that, and we believe it in the moment, helps us to feel better about our little quit, the thing that we're not doing in the here and now. So we escape the discomfort or the judgment that we may want to have of ourselves for our little quits by offsetting them with the promise of what we're going to do tomorrow. But of course, the problem is that this becomes habitual tomorrow in the way in which we're talking about it right now never really comes. And when we're quitting, it prevents us from what we achieve it prevents us from achieving what we truly want. It slows down our progress. Sometimes it can breed a cycle of shame when we're judging ourselves for the quitting decisions that we're making. And it can also leave us feeling inadequate. Also, it might seem self-explanatory, but it's vital to remember that quitting, little quits, medium quits, big quits, do not expedite our weight loss. They do not expedite us having the relationship with food that we want. They do not help us In fact, of course, they hinder us achieving weight, wellness and the health that we want. All of these little quits, all that they they do is merely extend the amount of time, effort and energy that you put into the transformation that you're looking for. Often they leave you wallowing in regret. So quitting doesn't just lead to physical setbacks. It can also trigger a cascade of negative emotions such as shame and frustration as well. And this emotional turmoil often drives us back into the arms of our oldest comfort food, thus continuing the destructive cycle. And it's imperative to acknowledge that succumbing to these tendencies is inherently human. It's normal. It's a reflection of our innate wiring. It is not because you are not strong enough, determined enough, disciplined, have enough willpower. It's got nothing to do with any of those things. But let's consider what fuels these quitting impulses. Why do we do it in the first place? Often it's a lack of belief in ourselves and our abilities to achieve our goals. When we lack belief, we find it so much easier to surrender to momentary pleasures, telling ourselves that achieving long-term goals isn't worth the sacrifice because we're probably not going to achieve them anyway. Okay, So it's like you're caught in this perpetual loop where you're envisaging an ideal future self but you continue to postpone the efforts needed to get there because there's always that part of you that is in doubt as to whether you will actually achieve it. And quitting offers a quick escape, relief from various struggles. So we've talked about lack of belief. Something else that often comes up is your human or animalistic instinct to choose false pleasure, to choose that instant gratification. We were talking about this on the podcast last week over lasting joy. Okay, so we get into the habit of always choosing what is available instantly rather than um, choosing to let you know go of that in favour of what's to come. Our primal brain is always going to look for the instant gratification. And when our primal brain is making the decisions, and it's always our primal brain that has us in making these in-the-moment quitting decisions, of course, we're not able to access all of the wisdom of our higher human brain. So we totally overlook how far we've come, what we've learned already, how we've made the progress up until this point that we have. We forget all of our inner wisdom that we have within ourselves. Also, we shouldn't negate the fact that we all have busy lives. 
Often our hectic schedules can contribute to feelings of overwhelm and lead us to abandon or forget our true priorities. So it might be worth looking at your life and how you can proactively set yourself up to make it less busy and help you stay intentional and focused on what is truly important to you. Because it's really normal to get into a practice and a habit of neglecting ourselves and failing to prioritise ourselves. And then, of course, also it may be because we are, it's a bit like not having the beliefs, we're feeling incapable and overwhelmed. Those can also be common roadblocks that leave us to quitting. So how do we overcome this? How do we stop quitting on ourselves? Well, we start by identifying the thoughts that fuel the feelings that lead us to want to quit. So are you thinking it's too hard? Or are you thinking that you don't know how to lose weight, that you don't know what foods you should be eating? Once you can identify the thoughts and you observe the feelings they evoke and you know what's going on for you, then you can start to think about putting solutions in place for you. So are you feeling despair? Are you feeling frustration? Are you feeling boredom? You want to know the feeling that is fueling the action of quitting because then you can notice it, look at the thought that's creating that feeling, and then you can start to make changes. Those thoughts and feelings, by the way, they're never really going to go away. If you, once you do this work of practicing noticing them and then thinking about how you want to think about things differently, seeing the different perspective, reframing them, they may well appear less often, but to some extent, they're always going to be there because it's a part of our human nature to always be looking for the negative in things, to set up, to protect us from failure by giving us these negative emotions in advance. So we're protecting ourselves from future negative emotion. Doesn't make much sense, but it's really, really normal. So what can you do? What strategies can you deploy to help you manage the urge to quit? So most importantly, you want to be aware of your thoughts. You want to be aware of your thoughts, those sentences in your mind. And when you're aware of them, you want to be aware of whether they are helping you or hindering you. Are they fueling your desire to quit? Are they you know, leading you down that pathway or are they taking you forward to supporting you on your weight loss journey and creating the health results that you want? Now, those negative thoughts, those unhelpful thoughts are always going to be there. What you want to know, what you want to learn how to do is how to respond and manage them and how not to allow them to derail you, how not to believe them, how just to see them as optional thoughts. And of course, you choose not to listen to them and abide by them. Also, it's useful if you can expect the urge to quit, okay? Expect that you're, at some point you're going to want to give up rather than thinking if you do want to give up that something has gone wrong or again, starting to talk to yourself and tell yourself that, you know, you always fail. You've got that inner critic voice coming out. You, you know, you always give up. You're not got enough willpower. There's something wrong with you. Yada, 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 okay? When you expect to quit, expect to feel the urge to quit sorry then you can recognize when it appears and go okay here we go this is just a part of the process also understanding your brain is useful and helpful as well knowing that your brain is always going to be seeking pleasure and avoiding pain can help you make sense of it when that happens when you understand that a desire to quit is coming from an uncomfortable feeling that your brain 
responds to in the same way that it would respond to pain. And it wants to protect you by taking you away from that. And if not quitting feels uncomfortable, then your brain's quick solution is to have you quit. And you can learn to sit with those discomforts, to allow them to be there, to enable them, to embrace them, to understand them. And then they are not going to be so derailing and not have you giving into them. It can also be incredibly useful to stay cognizant and clear on your goals and to know where you're headed on your journey. Where do you want this path that you're on at the moment, this weight loss journey that you're on? Where do you want it to lead you? What is it that you are wanting in your future? The more you can focus on that, the more intentional you can be, the more you can remind yourself of that every single day, the easier it's going to be to access part of that when you are in the place where it's feeling difficult and uncomfortable. Also remind yourself that all you need to do is keep moving forward in tiny, tiny steps. So just keep moving forward. It doesn't matter how slowly or how small the steps are, moving forward is going to take you to your goal. If you're continually moving forward, even in slow ways, even in small ways, you are going to get to where you want to be. That is all you need to do. So the key really is to cultivate self-awareness and break the cycle of habitual quitting. Recognize your patterns, empower yourself, and remember it's about progress and not perfection. By embracing your humanity, you can move forward, reach your goals, and build the life you desire. So just to recap, let's remember quitting only offers temporary relief and fleeting pleasure. It might feel good in the moment, but it is a false and momentary relief and it goes against the perceived difficulties of sticking to your plans. Be aware of your thoughts, feelings and actions and acknowledge the quitting habits, understand them and work on shifting them rather than thinking that they shouldn't be there in the first place. All weight loss journeys are more of a marathon. I want to think of it more of a cruise, (laughs) but they are not sprints. So embrace the opportunities to learn from what feels difficult. Embrace your struggles because they're going to teach you so much and keep moving forward. All right, that is it for today. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. And I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The programme offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.